This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. During the break, I went to the Spotify machine and I looked up Suspicious Minds by Elvis. And yes, I do indeed love you too much, baby. So yeah, definitely famous Elvis song. Interesting name. I like that the name doesn't really apply to the song. Well done. It's the weekly news quiz, baby. (laughs) Hello, Mike. Song by Dwight Yoakam. Uh, Mike, we lost the front end of that. You have to to reapply. I think you know Suspicious Mind tune by Dwight Yoakam because he did that song. Okay. So that's probably where you've actually heard it in any event. Welcome to the news quiz. It's good to be back. And our news quiz is, as always, three rounds of questions with three three multiple choice options. If our contestants can hear, uh, answer the question correctly without hearing the options, they get two points. If they need to hear the options, get it right. They get one point. It's awarded. Paul Daniel put together the quiz. He also spun the randomizing contestant wheel and... Contestant number one was from Toronto. Hi, Mark. Good morning, Mike. Karen McGee is in Morrisburg, Ontario. She will go second. Hi, Dave. The line Suspicious Minds is actually in the song. I'm stuck on that. Sorry. I okay. bumped on that. That's okay. We can't go on together with Suspicious Minds. I'm I've, just it's just one of these things, Karen. I, I can't keep track of gray matter in my brain. That's and true. Dave will be going third in round one. So here we go. Round number one. Question one goes to Mark. Mark, which Asian capital received more than 18 to evening flooding subway stations and killing at least 13 people? Eey, that's horrifying. Um, I'm going to have to take the options. Seoul or Bangkok? Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with Seoul. And you got yourself a point. The downpour exceeded the highest hourly downpour measured in Seoul since record-keeping began in 1907. Let's go to Karen next. Karen, members of the Democratic Party in the U.S. of its Inflation Reduction Act, one provision was blocked by Senate Republicans that would have imposed a $35 monthly cap on the cost of which men? Insulin. You got it. Insulin, it was. Only seven Republicans voted with the Democrats on that, leaving the measure three required. Dave, 40% of which island nation's main fuel storage facility was destroyed in a fire? Oh, goodness. I need the options, please. Your options are Sri Lanka, Cuba, or New Zealand. Cuba. The port city of Matanzas where fuel, oil, and diesel are stored in 10 huge tanks and mainly used to generate electricity on the island. So round one comes to an end, both on the board with one point each. Karen, it was announced, yes, Anita Neville would be appointed as the next lieutenant governor for what Canadian province? Ooh, I'll take the choices. Your options are New Brunswick, Manitoba, or Nova Scotia. New Brunswick. That is incorrect. Dave, Manitoba. Neville will be the first Jewish lieutenant governor of Manitoba and the third woman to hold the position. 
She was the MP for Winnipeg South Centre from and been opposition critic for Indigenous Affairs and the Status of Women. I'm so very Dave happy that Karen. I'm very happy that Karen can't read lips because I definitely said Manitoba. My mic was off, but the camera definitely <laughs> popped on me. I could me. Just see you bouncing. I wasn't watching your face. I was looking at which it's, was your giveaway. It's always best not to look at my face. All right. Well, let's hope the camera's not on. Let's hope the camera's not on Karen on this question for Dave because she'll definitely be bouncing because she'll be upset. Here's here we go. Dave, what news personality announced yesterday she was no longer a member of CTV News? Lisa Laflamme. That's another two points for Dave. I can feel the ire of Karen right now. I can just feel it down the line. Uh, in a video, po- <laughs> it's a randomizing wheel, everybody. And by Laflamme, the longtime news anchor and journalist said she had been notified her contract with CTV National News had ended or was being ended. She called Bell Media's decision sudden and unexpected. So four points now for Dave, and we go to Mark. Mark, explosions at a base in Russia, dozens of buildings, and at least eight Russian jets, according to satellite photos. Where was that base? Hmm. I've been hearing about a bit, a bit about explosions in various Russian-held territories, so I'm going to guess the one in question is Crimea. And you got yourself two points. That's correct. A senior Ukrainian official has said the blasts were an attack carried out with the help of partners. And the Ukrainian military has not publicly acknowledged any involvement. So after the second round of questioning, Dave into the lead with four points. Mark in second place with three points. And Karen now in. Let's go to round three. Dave. Salman Rushdie, the acclaimed author, was hospitalized last Friday with serious injuries after being repeatedly stabbed during a public appearance in New York State. What book did Rushdie write that prompted Iran to put a bounty on his head in 1988? Well, I hope I get this right, but it's the Satanic Verses. Correct. Good job. I was going to, uh, I was going to try and throw people off with Satan's Verses or the devil's prose, along with the satanic verses. But uh, yeah, you saw through my ruse. Nice job. <laughs> Your clever attempt uh, to The Indian-born me. writer has lived with a bounty on his head since 1988, as Iran urged Muslims around the world to kill uh, the author. Amid the threats, he spent nine years in hiding under the protection of the British government well into the 1990s. Question, uh, is this one's for Mark. Mark? We're sticking with media people leaving their jobs. What prominent CNN personality announced he was leaving the news organization after 20 years? I think that was Jeffrey Tubin. About two more points. Wow. Nice. Wow. Jeffrey Tubin, indeed. And now, two, year, two years ago, he rejoined CNN as a legal analyst after stepping away briefly in the wake of a bit of a scandal as he exposed himself to colleagues during a Zoom call. He was also fired from the New Yorker magazine as a result of that incident. So we're going into our final question here, and it's for Karen. Karen, though, uh, has two points, so cannot catch any uh, of our top two players. Dave with six points, Mark with five. Let's see how Karen does with this. Serena Williams said last week she plans to retire from tennis after this year's U.S. Open. How many Grand Slam singles titles 
does she have? Ooh. 23. Wow. Yes. Wow. wow. I love that, that woman. One. Love that woman. Oh. But I yes, will be writing Williams a strong, with... strong letter to a manager about all these questions because they were not fairly distributed. <laughs> I'll be writing. I'll be only speaking to a manager. The vibe 23 Grand Slam singles titles, uh, one over the span of 18 years. She ranks as second in women's tennis. One short of Margaret Court because, but, uh, uh, because many of Court's wins predate the modern era of pro tennis. Uh, some say that, uh, eh, that's not really like the, the truly legit uh, number and that uh, Williams legacy will not be tarnished by that as one of the greatest athletes of all time. Uh, our tie-breaking question just for funsies here. Uh, Olivia Newton-John died last Monday at 73, famous for her role in Greece, starring as which character who transformed from a pigtailed square to a gum-smacking bad girl? Karen McGee. All right, Karen. Sandy. Sandy. Really? I am, yeah. I am definitely <laughs> writing to a manager somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, now, now she's become John McEnroe. I have a problem with the question. The question, <laughs> jerk. Uh oh. Uh, yes, Newton John played Sandy in Greece and sang some of the biggest pop hits of the 1970s and 80s. And that will bring to an end this week's news quiz. And our winner is Dave Brown, six points, eking out the one point victory over Marks. Five points. Karen, I'm afraid that even with the bonus uh, points there with the tie-breaking question, still fell short, but you fought hard. So congratulations, Dave. <laughs> because I won the news quiz, baby. Karen, you, you know, Dave, if you ever need a new career, you could always be an Elvis impersonator. You oh, got the energy. Oh, and I've got the guts. Mm -hmm. And I've got and the, the gut. I could definitely be fat Elvis. I could definitely eat, uh, what was it, the fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches. I could do some mm, of that yeah. action. Like, mm. yeah, I've, mm. I've got it. Have any, okay, we're going to go around the table. Karen, have you seen the new Elvis movie yet? The Elvis movie that's currently in theaters? I, I have not. Mark, have you seen the new Elvis theater that's currently in theaters? Uh, I have not, but uh, my wife and I are going to as soon as we can get it on streaming. It looks it looks good. It's currently available for digital rental. In fact, if you have uh, any kind of Amazon devices, I think it's like twenty four ninety nine for a digital rental. So yeah, it's a little pricey, but uh, not bad if you just want to watch it at home. Mike, what about you? Yeah. Have not seen it, but it is on the list. Um, okay, I'm going to go back in reverse order here. Have Mike, have you been back to the movie theater yet? I know we were talking about it before your vacation. You were thinking about it. Did you take the plunge? Been uh, a couple of times. Uh, Top Gun was the last one we went to. And uh, do you agree with Daniel Penamondo's assessment that it needs to be seen like eight times in theaters? Um, there are not a ton of movies that I've seen eight times in a theater, <laughs> uh, let alone more than twice. Um, but I will say this. If I had a bunch of friends who, who hadn't seen it yet and said, hey, let's go see it, I would probably jump on board to see it for a Night second time. Town, for sure, for sure. Just okay. so good. Like the, the sound, the, sh the seats shaking every time they hit the throttle on one of those jets is worth is worth the price of admission. See, there you go. Mike, Mike is in the Daniel camp, quasi sort of. <laughs> Mark, Karen, we got to go, but you guys have a great day. Karen, we'll talk to you on third. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. 
Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. Stay.